crop circles. Messages from beyond the stars or elaborate pranks concocted by humans. Crop circles gained popularity in the later part of the 20th century, but may have been appearing long before. Today, we're exploring the history of this eerie phenomenon. So let's get weird. What's up, weirdos? The time has come to become one with the strange and unusual, as you have found yourselves in the Weirdoverse. I'm your host, J.D. Ross, and you are tuned into WeirdWide, your favorite digital cult. Hope everyone's doing okay. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, don't forget, at DudasWeirdo. Uh, you may know that my wife and I have recently brought home a new little addition to the family, a little black kitty that we have so appropriately named Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday is, uh, she's like the sweetest little thing ever. Uh, we've wanted a black cat for a long time. There's like this story that I would read, uh, every Christmas. And it was like, it was like this comic strip, right. With all these, like, it's like, it's like a little black cat and death visits. And it's like, all these people are being horrible to the black cat, but it always ends like, you know, like, like it's gonna, it's gonna be okay. You know, it always made me like tear up and it was like, it had this, you know, this thing at the bottom about like the percentage of black cats that are like, you know, tortured around Halloween time, you know, for, for jokes and pranks and bullshit like that. And then the percentage of like black cats that get left behind at like shelters and don't get picked. And so I was like, I have to do it. I have to rescue a black cat. So I've had this in, in my head for a couple of years. So it is really nice to have Wednesday in the house. She is an absolute sweetheart. Uh, the other cat is not thrilled. Uh, Nala is not a happy girl. Uh, so uh, we're, we're dealing with that. Uh, she is actually getting her ass kind of kicked by Wednesday a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not really super pretty because, yeah, she uh, she does not know how to defend herself. And uh, she she's still she's still not sure what's going on. You know, Wednesday's the size of an avocado. So, you know, Nala's like three times her size. It's like, just kick her ass. But what are you going to do? All right, so that's enough about my personal life. You came for the weird, and the weird you shall have. Today, we're discussing one of the mainstays in the halls of strangeness. We are talking about crop circles. And who better to ask about crop circles than everyone's favorite disembodied alien, Larry? Larry, what is it with aliens and crop circles anyway? Well, it's kind of like when humans decide to put an RC car on the moon and they make a bunch of random tracks. Only it's kids that do it here on Earth. Wait, kids? Yeah, Earth is such a backwater Stone Age planet that a lot of the kids from my home world, they just come here to fuck around. And sometimes that leaves crop circles behind. I mean, I gotta say, they look pretty intricate for having been done by kids. Says the unevolved monkey. Alright, enough nonsense. Let's get into it. <laughs> So the term crop circle was first coined in the early 80s by author Colin Andrews, who had made his career uh, writing about the phenomenon and other weird happenings. Some of Andrews' works include crop circles, signs of contact, circular evidence, a detailed investigation of the flattened swirled crops phenomenon, and the complete idiot's guide to 2012, published in 2008, of course. Remember 2012? That was supposed to be such a big situation, wasn't it? Now, while Crop Circle's profile has tremendously risen since Andrews began his work on them, some reports exist that are actually centuries old. So what actually is a crop circle? 
Well, Britannica.com describes a crop circle as a large geometric pattern of flattened crops, most often found in the fields of southern England. Crop circles are said to be, by some who have studied them, the messages from alien intelligence. But many have been proven to be just the work of humans. So crop circles have actually been found in all manner of crops, wheat, oats, spinach, rice, corn, sunflowers, and more. Now, because of the unusual image that's produced, they often have been associated with alien visitations and other supernatural events and have a solid foundation in our cultural psyche as belonging to the schemings of alien beings. To the point where many TV shows and movies have referenced them as such, the most famous being M. Night Shyamalan's 2002 film, Signs. Sign. You know, I did like that movie a lot when I was a kid. Uh, I liked it, you know, growing up. I still like it. It's 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 a good, it's a fun movie. It's it's definitely got the creep factor going on. But like, is anyone else still just irritated about the aliens? Like, 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 okay, if, if they're supposed to be such an intelligent species, then why would they be so stupid as to come to a planet that's made up almost entirely of water? Like, if a rainstorm can take them out maybe they wouldn't be setting foot here. I'm just saying it's it's just a bit stupid. Now, like I said, there are some reports of crop circles that are actually centuries old. One of the most famous being The Mowing Devil, which was an English news pamphlet published in 1678. According to the pamphlet, a farmer hired a laborer to mow his field, but apparently he got hung up on price as you know things like that happen. It is what it is. Uh, he told them he'd rather the devil mow it, which... Definitely just seems a little over the top. I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, you guys couldn't agree on price. So just tone it down, dude. I don't know. That's just, that's just me. Well, that night, the farmer claimed to have seen his field set aflame. But the next morning, instead of a burned down field, he found the field to have been perfectly mowed with no apparent burn marks to find. And, you know, I got to say, as someone who actually has been semi-involved in a brush fire uh that's a that's a story that people that know me know uh i'm not going to tell that story but i can say for with absolute certainty that if your if your field is set ablaze it's going to leave some burn marks now the following transcription accompanied the pamphlet the mowing devil or strange news out of hertfordshire being a true relation to a farmer who bargaining with a poor mower about cutting down three half acres of oats upon the mowers asking too much the farmer swore the devil should mow it rather than he and lo it fell out and that very night the crop of oaks hewed as if it had all been a flame but next morn appeared neatly mowed by the devil or by some infernal spirit that no mortal man was able to do the like how the laid oats lie now in the field the owner has not power to fetch them away Many believers in the fantastical side of things do like to point to this as the original crop circle sighting, the original crop circle site. In 1880, a letter was sent to the editor of the English scientific journal Nature by amateur scientist John Rand Caprone regarding several circles of flattened crops that formed under suspicious circumstances. I love the term amateur scientist. Uh, like, I get that that was probably meant like that he was actually like semi noteworthy as something of a scientist in the 1800s, just like not fully professional. But like my brain goes right now to the modern. I did my own research crowd that are generally dumber than a box of rocks. Like, I'm absolutely just picturing a Cletus type just getting blasted on moonshine. Hey, my field, my field's looking mighty strange. Caprone believed that they may have been caused by cyclonic wind action. This dude is out here in 1880 looking at a crop circle just going, yep, 
Yep, that's definitely some weird wind shit going on here. Nothing, nothing supernatural or demonic into it. No need to look further. That's just some weird wind. Now, one of the first modern cases of a crop circle is the so-called Tully Saucer Nest. It was a foggy January morning in 1966 on a farm near Tully in Queensland, Australia. A banana farmer named George Pedley was driving his tractor past a lagoon on his property when suddenly he heard what he described as a loud, ear-piercing hiss above the noise of the engine. So he stopped to check his tires, thinking maybe it's just something wrong with his tractor or something like that. Just some other random mechanical issue. When suddenly, he claimed, a flying saucer rose at a great speed from the lagoon and then vanished in a puff of blue smoke. Fucking gnarly. Uh, it should be noted that the uh, flying saucer craze that started in Roswell had happened about tw almost 20 years prior. So the concept was well within the global zeitgeist, the concept of the flying saucer. So it wasn't like... I mean, he could have definitely like seen some shit and just made some shit up. I'm definitely, definitely, you know, not saying that like, you know, but like just, just kind of, just kind of like making sure we know where the timeline is on that. George investigated the area where the craft had risen from and found, according to George, a nine meter nest like mark in the lagoons floating reeds. So this would make that a close encounter of the second kind. Now, many of the reeds had been fused together and appeared to continue to swirl kind of in a clockwise direction makes you wonder if uh you know the same thing had happened like in the states or something if it would go counterclockwise you know because like their drains go the other way out there yeah. now pretty much everyone involved in the investigation tended to land on the explanation that it was probably the work of something called a willy willy which is what aussies call dust devils i just i love i love that they called it a willy willy i don't know why it's just it's just really adorable. I love I love weird nicknames for shit in other countries. So they basically went with the, you know, the authorities said, you know, best leave it you know, it's not unsolved, yeah. really. You know. Again, just like nothing to see here, you guys. That that's some wind shit. That's a willy willy. If I ever saw one, that's the work of a willy willy. Now, to this day, from what I can gather, there is no official explanation for what happened in Tully. But everything from strange weather to aliens and even weird animal behavior has been said to be a possibility. Now, I did think the animal behavior thing was kind of stupid, but I looked a little further into it. And another famous Australian crop circle happened in 2012 in an opium field uh, that turned out to have actually just been a bunch of wallabies that were munching on some poppy. And they got stupid high and just started walking in circles for hours until a crop circle formed. Fun fact, the opium thing really threw me because I was like, how the fuck is their opium fields in 2012 turns out like 85 percent of the main ingredients for oxy comes from tasmania so crazy now like many things on this strange rock of ours sometimes seemingly inconsequential occurrences give way to larger and stranger happenings a lesser-known sci-fi film from 1974, which uh, has uh, now developed into a bit of a cult status, may have been what led to the massive surge in crop circles in the following decades. The name of that film is Phase 4. Now, I've never seen it. I actually hadn't even heard of it until I started doing the research for it. And again, you know, I, I think I've, we've mentioned on this show before. As a cinephile, I apologize. But... Looked into it a little bit. Uh, the film features a strange cosmic event that causes all of the ants on the Earth to like rapidly evolve and like 
into a cross species hive mind, which ultimately leads them to like forming the first geometric crop circle and then like building all these weird towers. It looks pretty fucking gnarly, especially for you know that era. And because of the appearance of the crop circle, this is considered or at least been speculated over the years that phase four may have been the inspiration for a couple of pranksters that we'll get to shortly. Now, the late 70s and early 80s saw a massive increase in reports of crop circles with many rumors of so-called saucer nests. But a lot of them weren't photographed before because the phenomenon hadn't really caught on yet. So it was like a lot of the early ones. It was still like a lot of what the fuck is that? A lot of that shit going on. So nobody thought to take pictures of most of the original crop circles started in England, specifically in Hampshire and Wiltshire. The phenomenon really began to take steam in uh, like you know late seventies going into the eighties with a lot of news coverage, a lot of books, people trying to explain them, and a lot of wackadoodles claiming every wild theory that they could think of. Farmers were generally pretty unhappy about the whole thing because it obviously damaged their crops, but locally the communities a lot of times were actually pretty thrilled because they could parlay their newfound infamy and popularity into tourism and sometimes even merchant shit. Oh, it seems like we are getting a call. Weird Wide, you're on the air. Oh, hey, JD. This is your assigned FBI agent, Carl. My assigned FBI agent? Yeah, you know how everyone has an assigned FBI agent. I'm yours. Okay. Listen, you gotta be careful what you reveal on your show. We can't have people at home knowing the truth. Also, we're looking for a disembodied alien named Larry. We have some questions we'd like to ask him. Have you seen him? No, I can't say that I have. Well, you'll be sure to let us know if you do. Totally. Great. Well, get back to your little program. And remember, we're always watching. Larry, do you know anything about this? Nah, I wouldn't worry about that, human. Okay, back to it. So while the phenomenon made its mark on society into the 90s, the whole thing was brought out in the open in 1991. Two self-professed pranksters, Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley, came forward to say it had all been a prank that they had conceived. It's an elaborate prank. The two claimed to have initially started in 1978 and that they had been responsible for about 200 crop circles between 1978 and 1991, with another thousand copycats that they had not been responsible for. They said they'd done it with simple tools, a plank of wood, rope, and a hat with a loop wire attached to it to help them stay in straight lines. It's pretty cool, actually. I mean, like the idea is like they really just came out and they were just like with boards and just going in like kind of just crazy circles, just like laying it all down. So like because I've seen like some of the footage of these two and like they literally just like it, like the crops are bent. They don't. So that's what that's another thing that like really freak people out with this kind of stuff is the crops are not broken. They're bent. So all it was was just taking this board and just laying it down. It's pretty cool. Now, of course, they were put to the test, and they did a live demonstration in front of journalists to show that they could recreate them. When they finished, they brought in a seriologist named Pat Delgado to test the authenticity. Pat comes in, and he claims that the circle is totally authentic, right before they told him it was a hoax. Uh, so a seriologist is someone who apparently advocates for the paranormal in regards to crop circles. This poor guy, man. Pat comes in, and he is just like, yep. That's real. Aliens did that shit. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. it was just Doug and Dave, literally just Doug and Dave over here. And like, dude, I understand like serial. The term bothers me. Like the term really bothers me. But like, I, I understand seriologist refers to like cereal as in crops, like not breakfast cereal, but like crops. 
but it makes me think of somebody who's like devoted their entire life to knowledge of everything belonging to the cereal aisle. Like it sounds like they have very strong opinions on cereal mascots. Now you would think that with the revelation that it was all a hoax, that it would die down, but far from it. So since Bauer and Shirley came out as the pranksters, it's inspired this new like art medium for people. So people all over the world like start creating more and more elaborate designs and even some places hosting contests to create so you can create the best ones. It's actually pretty fucking cool. There are even a few people that like you know, came out after and got caught making them and faced legal action for it. Like there have been people arrested for this shit. That's gotta be a hard one. What, like, and that, like, if like you go out, you, hey man, like these guys, Doug and Dave, they made crop circles. We can make crop circles, dude. There's no explaining your way out of that shit if you get caught. Like, just imagine getting caught making a crop circle. There's no explaining that. There's no explaining your way out of that. Now, one of the fun aspects of covering a topic that's w- as weird as this one is the but what if side, the molder side, if you will. There are still a sizable amount of people who believe that crop circles are much more than what's been explained. So let's put aside logic and explanations for a second. Let's look at the fantastical. What if Bauer and Shirley were lying and crop circles are actually messages from beyond the stars? What's the message? What's the message? Could they be warning us of impending disaster due to the way we treat our planet? Or perhaps they're warning us against nuclear weapons? Or perhaps they're signals for nefarious alien plans and are currently and gradually being rolled out to conquer and enslave the human race? Probably not. But maybe Bauer and Shirley are secretly aliens themselves and trick the world into believing that it is just a hoax so so as to sow distrust and allow the alien infiltrated governments of the world to make us fight amongst ourselves so that they can rule over us without having to ever lift a slimy green finger maybe but most likely this particular phenomenon is just a fun hoax that has captured the collective imagination of us all for decades it is possible that some of it is the work of alien intelligence but if it is we may never know for sure well i want to know what you think you ever had any experience with a crop circle have you ever seen one or do you just have some hard opinions on it do you think maybe it's not even aliens? Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's something else. Maybe it's some other paranormal, some demons or some ghosts or some shit like that. I want to know. Let me know. So shoot me an email at weirdwidepodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, you can also check me out on Instagram and TikTok. Send me a DM if you want. Make sure to follow me there. You can find me on there as Dudist Weirdo. Um, you know, I, I want to hear from you. So let me know. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know. Like I said, let me know if you have any theories. Let me know if if you are a hardline believer in what the seriologists are pushing. You know what? Speaking of seriologists, let me know if you've got any hard opinions on serial mascots. You know, I... I might even I, I'd love to hear I would love to hear your hard opinions on serial mascots. Make sure if you're watching on YouTube to hit that subscribe button. Follow me so that you get new episodes as they're released, uh, mostly weekly. Make sure if you're listening on audio and you like what you're hearing, give the show a five star review on on Apple. Really appreciate that. Really helps out the show. And tell your friends. Tell your friends about the show. We need to get some more Kool-Aid drinkers in this digital cult. We need we need more. I want more ears. I want more eyes. I want more of it all. I want your ears. I want your eyes. I want your soul. I love you all. Make sure to tune in next week for more strangeness. And until then, keep it weird.